some weeks. Because how much is a couple of months? It's not too much, right? So next week, we have a PD examination of the skin, and it's the first uh, part of the clinical medicine one, dermatology. What we're going to do today is the cells, a little bit of tissues, and then tomorrow we're going to do the lecture for the skin. Are we good? Monday, we, I, I need to interact both anatomy and PD because it's, it's the best way to do so. The best way for you to do. For me, it's a lot of job, but I'm, 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 I'm okay. So, Monday, we will have the lecture about the skin, hairs, and nails examination. On Tuesday, we will have the lab. Does this make sense? Can you imagine if I start talking about lymphatics and the heart and I don't know what, and you have Monday, I don't know, the skin, and then, no. Does this make sense for you in PD school, being practical? No. So that's why I have to do a, a, a lot of brainstorm. And I, and I, I'm an old person, so it takes time, you know. But you're going to have all your objectives every week being added to your objectives. That is, it's, it's going to be apart from the syllabus, okay, in your drive. In this way, you can go straight ahead over there, and you don't need to go over the syllabus of the anatomy point that I need to check, okay? So go and check the, res the other resources, and go over it. It's a, I, I don't think we're going to have a video because we have the beautiful meta-anatomy. And at the end of the book, we have the guides. But professor, are we going to study every tiny detail of this? No way, Jose. I'm going to let you know what you need. Make sense? Oh, do we need to study, for example, the cavernous sinus, yes, it's very important because you're going to go and check the ear and uh, you will be aware of a lot of communications between the face and the brain and so And in a week, we will have the head and neck. So we need to be ahead in time. Make sense? Are we good? So, uh, respect to, this is an anatomy, right? Okay, respect to quizzes and so, I will send you an email. Okay, there is no at all, no stress. Study your lecture every single day, and I will send you an email for anatomy and for PD. PD quiz one is going to be tomorrow, before we finish the lecture, okay? So we're going to have the three lectures before the quiz. What is this about? We're going to finish the first lecture today and the second lecture tomorrow. They are on the drive for me. Are we good? 
So what you have to do is read your book, listen to your professor, and pay attention to the lecture and ask questions. I'm going to try today to do something interactive because this is the way we're going to learn, right? It's much better. So thank you so much, Mr. Diarmas. Oh. oh, yeah. Are we good? Oh my god, this thunderstorm voice. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so the, the cells, everything. Oh my god, it's too hard. Too uh, loud. Too loud. Right? Oh, we need here.
Uh, you have some videos that you can watch about this. Um, important, very, very crucial for us is the intercellular junction point is this. It's a structure that keep together the cells. And I, I was talking about the cells they need to have a nucleus. It's the center where we're going to find the genetic information and the synthesis of protein, right? Over there, and part of the synthesis of protein is going to be finished in, uh, in, in, the, in the cytoplasm, following the dogma of biology and blah, 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 all of these things. Okay? That is beautiful. So, uh, cells, they are, they are specialized. And they, uh, they go together. They go together in, in uh, you can say, in conglomerates in conglomerates and they are going to be able to form tissues and they are going to be able to form organs and this whole system of organs or an organ system okay and then all of these together is going to form an organism with this amount of systems we have in the body how many uh, can can i say 12 may i give me one System. Cardiovascular system. Gastrointestinal system. Give me another. Lymphatic system. Give me another. Who's counting? Who's counting? Huh? Five. Urinary system. Sorry? Urinary system. Urinary. Reproductive. Endocrine. Endocrine. Nervous system. Yes, what else? Integumentary. What else? Yeah, musculoskeletal. Oh, muscular and skeletal. What else? Immune system. Immune system. Very fashion nowadays, right? <laughs> Everybody talks about vaccines. Everybody has an opinion. Anyways, okay. So uh, it's good, it's good. I mean, at least people know now how the vaccines are important. How important are the vaccines? Okay? Like this. Okay? So, uh, intercellular junction. Uh, you want to ask yourself how the, the, the target muscle get together? one myofibril with the next one, or one uh, uh, muscle cell, target muscle cell, get together with the other. Uh, have you ever asked yourself how the skin keep so close and impermeable? What type of junction do we have between cells? And this is a con concept that we need to have clear, like an inter, intra, extra, what is the location of things, okay, intracellular, when we talk about intracellular, we are talking about the inner part of the cell membrane, for example, yes, what part the, of the phospholipid bilayer, what part, the hydrophobic, think, Think about this. The hydrophilic. The hydrophilic. 
Hydrophilic, oh, no word. Hydrophilic is like a match, you know? You see, uh, the head is phosphate, it's hydrophilic, and the tail is gonna be what? Lipid, hydrophobic, I don't want, it's like, oh my God, these twins are like a vinegar and oil. They don't get together, right? So, hydrophilic, I get along with the water. Hydrophobic, no, no way. I repel the, the water, right? It's the, the, fat, the fatty part of this phospholipid binding. So, this uh, cell membrane has its characteristic. What happening inside the cell is intracellular. What we have inside the cell is intracellular. What do we have inside the cell? Organelles, microtubules, the nucleus, the nucleus, the, 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 all of these organelles. A lot of things. Okay? Then, extracellular, extracellular is everything that happens outside the cell and has to do a lot with the, the other, the outer hydrophilic part of the cell membrane. It's not so easy to understand the cell membrane because in the cell membrane, uh, we know that it's a fluid mosaic, right? It's a fluid mosaic and we have glycoproteins and we have lipids, we have cholesterol. Cholesterol is very important for our body functions. And we have receptors. We express receptors at the surface of the cell. Some of us, we have some receptors, some other, they don't have those receptors. Sometimes we express the receptor to receive something. Some other time, we don't show these receptors, not always. And we have uh, receptors for hormones, some hormones, uh, are lipids, some other are peptides. Peptides means proteins, right? Okay, so um, they, the cells, are going to be bind in, intercellularly by different type of junctions. If you don't want to lose fluid, you need to be together with your neighbor. And this is known as a tight junction. Make sense? Tight junction? I, I don't no, I don't want you to pass one. Okay? Tight junctions. This is important. What is a decimal zone? Is very important. Uh, super special, specialized decimal zone, like a semi-decimal zone, we can have this in our ear too. Right? Gap junctions. I'm binding to you, but not to close, right? Interesting, right guys? So, every one of these uh, cells in the body, um, they go conglomerate, they make a tissue. These cells, they have different shapes, different size. Sometimes they um, grew a lot, grew up a lot. Sometimes the cell, instead of growing up, because when we talk about this process of growing up, we see how the, the, the cell develops normally. But sometimes the cell is sick and swell. Or maybe the cell lacks organelle. Or maybe the cell says, I'm too old already. 
Let me go up top to him, up, up on top him. And then again, the cell go up on top him. What is apoptosis? It's a self-resign, right? Uh, it's time to go. Oh, cell necrosis. No good news. No good news. It's what you need to avoid in your patient. Cell necrosis is not a good news. But those are functions. How to recognize the tissue that is damaged, how bad uh, the patient is going to respond when the tissue is, the tissue is sw sw I mean, uh, just swollen or inflamed. These cells as well, they have other, they have all other characteristics on, on top of the size, they have different shapes, right? They have different shapes. They are cuboid, some of them, they are round, some of them, they are like, um, like a cylindric, they, they are like a, look like spindle, right? They are like, um, let's say, um, uh, I'm a boy sometimes, you know, like the functional leukocytes. Huh? What is the first leukocyte that appears in an infection? Look at this, just to think about this. Neutrophils. What do they need to do in order to arrive into the area of disaster? They need to squeeze between the endothelium. So at this point, what is the shape of them? It's like a hammerboy shape because they need to roll first, then adhere, roll, and pass by. And this is painful for us because we're going to secrete bradykinins and this a disaster. But it's good. It's good response. So uh, on top of this, we have, this is a problem I have all the time. On top of this, we have cells that they have different sizes. Right? Different sides. Um, how are we going to study all of this? Uh, I'm not telling you that using these microscopes, we're going to visualize the organelle, and they are very difficult to be visualized. It's a special technique they use for that. But anyway, uh, you can see over here how we have cilia. It's a, it's a light microscope that we have at home, or we have in the lab, or whatever, and you put some of the dye in this tissue, and you prepare the tissue to be seen on there. And we have cilia. Cilia are specialization of the cell. Cilia are prolongation of the cytoplasm. And in this case, we can say that the cilia, cilia are projected in which uh, direction? Apical or Basal. Huh? Apical. Make sense? Apical, basal. Huh? We can say, for example, if uh, we talk about the, the epithelial tissue, that epithelial tissue lack blood vessels or vascular uh, pattern. So epithelial tissue is going to get filled by adjacent tissues, subjacent tissues. And epithelial tissue arrive or arise from a basal lamina, a basement membrane. Make sense? 
basement membrane growing up, developing cilia, apical. Okay? What is the, my apical part? El moño viejo. Okay. This one. Okay? This is the top point. Okay? My basal part, my feet. Uh, okay? So, uh, it's an idea about these cells. Professor, but we learned that the oocyte is the biggest cell in the body. It is true? Yes, it's true. It's female. Oh, so, uh, oocyte is huge. It's a big cell. But, cells that you look, uh, remember that all of this is approximate, right? Okay? It's not like exactly size, it's just uh, approximate size. Okay? Micron, nanometers, sorry, nanometers, resting lymphocytes, columnar epithelial cells, columnar epithelial cells, columnar epithelial cells that makes the columnar epithelial tissue. Okay? They are 20 by 10. Now, different shapes as well. And of course, where are we going to find them? Uh, everywhere. Yes? In the, in the, uh, columnar epithelial cells. Yes. Um, and no. I mean, yeah, because it's a mix. We need secretion as well, and so, right? Anyways, this is a part of a cell. Uh, you, you see this many times, right? Uh, what is interesting in this uh, diagram over here, uh, the, the folds that the cell has in the cell membrane, the cell junction, cell, cell junction one with the other, okay? And of course, they sit down to each other, they talk to each other how the cell talks. There is a, a TED talk about this that is beautiful, but don't lose time in this at this point because you need to go over uh, all the things. But anyways, it's good to know that the cell sends signals, okay? Send signals. This is for you to go over the organelles and so. Uh, interesting, here we have common features and general functions of uh, the cell, we can have a cell with cilia, a cilia, okay, with the microvilli, flagellum, which one has a flagellum? That's sperm, a spermatozoa, okay, that's spermatozoa. So cilia, all the, for example, intra, uh, the inner or the lining of the fallopian tubes is is uh, with cilia is ciliated because we need to move, right, the ovum into the next station. Uh, in the middle here we have as well secretion of, you know, uh, mucose and uh, secretion of so mucus secretion. So uh, the plasma membrane, remember, is outside. Um, and separates the inner part and the outer part of the cell. Um, phospholipid bilayer, selectively permeable membrane, 
is a fluid mosaic that moves constantly and is in constant exchange. Uh, different, you know, uh, transport inside and send things outside. For example, when the hormones are made, they're going to be expelled from the cell and exocytosis. I'm going to send this ready-made protein name hormone, hormone out. Go out. Go to the cross-stream. Go to the organs. Rise the metabolic rate. Please. Go, go. Okay? This kind of things. So, um, all of these uh, get in, get out all the time. Um, so, the contains all of this, the fluid mosaic was proposed in 1972, a little bit of history. And uh, of course, before uh, the scientists thought that uh, the lipids and proteins, they were unorganized, disorganized and so, but now we know they follow a pattern and it's very important to be uh, aware of that, just to be aware of that. Okay, uh, so this is what you're gonna find in, in the Gray's Anatomy book. Okay, and you, you can read that this uh, uh, organization is organized for sure. Uh, permit the 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 passing and out and some other. They are gonna leave the cells some other. Yes, and we're gonna talk about active transport. No me. But, you know, we have an active transport. If we have an active transport, we need to pay a toll, right? It's like, oh, on the 836. Uh, passive transport, you know, you don't need to pay anything. And facilitated transport, you know, let me, let me go out. Yes, I, but, you know, let's use this or use that. So, uh, more or less, this is the deglyceride. It's a glycerol, but um, to fatty acids, okay? This is an uh, organic molecule over here, a phosphate. And here uh, is the phospholipid, phospho phosphate and lipid tails. Okay, non-polar, polar. What water is? It's polar. It's slightly negative in one, Part times likely positive in the other. And it's very good water because water has cohesion, cohesion in the molecules. Keep the fluid together. And because it's very cohesive, we can use water as a solvent, you know. And uh, on top of this, water is having capillarity too, right? Then that's why we can have what? Venous, venous return, right? We know that plasma is water, right? And a lot of water over there. So, um, this is a curiosity, guys. Dipalmetoyl phosphate dithylcholine is, uh, this is lecithin, please, lecithin, but it's a good, beautiful name. It's a major component of the surfactant. And this is a practical thing. I, I, don't, I don't care if you know the name, but I do care that you know that surfactant is important because 
without surfactant, we cannot diminish the superficial tension, the, the, the surface tension, and the alveoli. So if we don't keep the alveoli open, what is going to happen, guys? If we don't keep the... We cannot do the gas exchange, right? We cannot breathe properly. That's why if we... Look at this. Uh, fetal lung maturity. That's why when a little one born without proper maturation of the lungs, so uh, intubation and they're gonna treat, we're going to treat them with surfactant, uh, preparing the lab and so, you know, so we're going to study more about this when the time comes, okay? Just having a, a wake up about science that is so beautiful. Uh, a little, oh, extracellular matrix. Now we're talking. We're talking about how the cells are going to be uh, suspended or close together. The extracellular matrix holds cells together to form tissues. Depending what type of tissue, the extracellular matrix is going to be tied more solid or loose is is going to be different but it's important certain diseases happen because the the extracellular matrix is not solid because we have a problem with the collagen right so uh, collagen fibers are present over there remember hold the cell together to form a tissue and uh, uh, we have some of them, uh, fibronectin, uh, those are collagen fiber. We have another protein here that the name is integrin. It's going to uh, keep the, the membrane together. And, uh, you know, uh, here we have how the extracellular matrix is going to be involved, for example, in uh, blood clotting. And I have a question for you, sleepyhead. Okay, clotting is what? Negative or positive feedback? Why? Why is positive? Beautiful. Because we need to finish clogging this, right? Come and come more and more. We're signaling more platelets to come. By the way, our platelets uh, having a, a functional platelets, do they have nucleus? No. What are they considered platelets? Fragments, right? From the megacardiocytes. Beautiful. Do you like the Hematology and so? I love science. You love science. You love You like Volta? Okay. Volta <laughs> 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 and science. Okay. So here you go. Body testing. Okay. In the body, things happen in this way. Okay. In a like a casting. So let's mention some of them. We have, uh, of course, cells can be. I mean, uh, close together at the apical part, the whole cell, at the uh, basement as well, at the basal part. 
Okay, but anyways, we have here an apical junctional complex. Let's go with the tight junction. You see, there's not space between one cell and the next. No space. Okay, tight junctions like in the epidermis, right? Our skin is most likely one unpermeable, right? So, tight junctions. So, we have over here, okay. If this is an inter intercellular gap, we have uh, a space between one cell and the next. Those are the gap communicated junction. We have a gap junction over here. Okay. Desmosomes. Desmosomes. Okay. Desmosomes. We have, let me see the D attachment of the base of plasma membrane. Basically, hemidesmosomes. Hemidesmosomes. Those are desmosomes, right? Desmosomes. They go together. Uh huh. They go together. We have this in the cardiac muscle, right? Interconnected uh, disc, intercalated disc that permit the pass of the electric sign and so. And you have the explanation over there, right? Water, watertight seal between two cells, between two adjacent cells. Another one, another one, another one. They're gonna sum and uh, you know add all of them together, and we're gonna have. Uh, uh, a whole tissue. The predominant proteins we have over there are clonic sinoclonins. These are tight junction, very tight, tight junction. This is the plasma membrane, uh, extracellular space, extracellular space, what fluid or content that we have between cells. Are we good with these guys? Extra, intra, Intra, within, extracellular, between cells. Are we good? Intravascular, talking about organs now, like vessels. Intravascular is within the network of blood vessels, right? Are we good with this? You look at me like, oh my god, professor. Remember that I'm talking for everybody, right? And it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So, what? What happened? Honey. Oh, okay. So, um, are we good with this concept? What is inside? What is outside? Guys? Homeostasis. Intra or extra? No. No, no. Extra. Extracellular. Extracellular. You cannot manage the amount of fluid inside the cell. How come you're going to manage your sodium, potassium, all of this? Your hydration. Are you going to open a cell and drink, drink, drink? No. Extracellular. It's a phenomenon. I mean, homeostasis of fluid, okay, it's a concept. Physiology, okay? So, uh, 
extracellular and intracellular, make sure that you know the concepts. Okay? So what we have another uh, they intermediate filaments, they cut herring, they are proteins that keep together the cells as well in the intercellular space, and these are desmosomes, the desmosomes. What do we have present in desmosome? Cat herrings. Okay, it's mainly cat herrings. Okay, so in the heart, in the skin, we have in the skin as well, tissues that stretch. They have the possibility to stretch. Blood vessels, do they stretch and contract? Okay, beautiful. Homeostasis, look at me. Homeostasis. Homeostasis, your heart is too hot in Miami only. So, how your blood vessels are all the time. Your, you know, sorry, skin capillaries. Are they contracted? Are you, are, are you having vasoconstriction or vasodilation all the time, the majority of the time? Vasodilation. Huh? Okay? If it's very cold, you need to guarantee the blood flow to the target organs, the brain, the heart, so vasoconstriction. We don't have, we're not that done lucky. We don't have summer, um, winter, summer and summer life, maybe. Okay, so uh, this is gap junction, gap junction. What muscle is this? You recognize it? Target muscle. That junction that permits the pass of electric. Uh, what is the protein we're going to have here? Connections. Connections. Okay? This is the protein. The structure of protein for uh, the gap junction. Okay? So, tissues. Very fast. Tissues. Okay? Keywords at this point. Collagen fibers, cat back junctions, desmosome, tight junctions. Okay? Beautiful. So, cells organize. Uh, we know that there's, this is a tissue and we have four basic type of tissue. That is the epithelia. Okay? Epithelial tissue. We have the connective tissue. And we have a connective tissue program. We have connective tissue, special. And give me a special connective tissue. Sorry? I cannot understand you at all.
Fatty muscle in the heart. Where in the heart? In the myocardium. Myocytes, myo means muscle. Myo, every time you see the, this word, is related to a muscle. Okay, then fatty muscle in the heart. Where in the heart? In the myocardium. Where else? Okay, so uh, what about the smooth muscle? What organs? Sorry? The stomach is an example. Give me another. How many layers of smooth muscle in the stomach? You don't believe, you know or not? It's another thing, guys. I know there are four layers in the stomach. I think there are three. I can add to that. Another one. I know I find, I mean, you need to know at this point, right? Then, essentially, hollow organs. Hollow organs. Hollow organs like what? Like the stomach, like the urinary bladder, beautiful. What is that, the name of the muscle there that is so important? Beautiful. The trusor muscle. I think we're going to want brain challenge with this group. Beautiful. Yes, the trusor muscle. So, skeletal muscle, where? Skeletal muscle, where? In the mm, muscle of the body, right? Only there, guys? I want, I want this to know. I, I want you to tell me if you believe that skeletal muscle is only present in the musculoskeletal system. In the esophagus, where? At the beginning and at the end of the digestive system, and in the sphincter of what? Of the urinary bladder. Okay, external sphincter of the anus, external sphincter of the urinary bladder. And saying that, you're gonna tell me now, voluntary or involuntary? Voluntary, all the time, 100%. Um, sometimes it's not so voluntary. Right? Why? Who tell me? Why? Tell me uh, something that we need to have all the time and is involuntary in the skeletal muscle system. Muscle tone. Muscle tone. Right? It's one of the, the specific things we're going to change in the nervous system. Professor Muscle Tone, what is this? Okay, you are sleeping in, fall asleep in my lecture. That is normal. So you can lose your muscle tone. Because there is a time when your neck is straight, you close your eyes, and you're losing, deep in 
you lost the muscle tone. Okay? Is this in conscious or conscious? Has two parts. But during your sleeping, the brain is sending the signals to the muscle of respiration. Yes or no? Are we doing this voluntarily? No, we are not performing this voluntarily. But even though we are able to breathe. And it's a clinical importance here. We have a clinical importance here that is central sleep apnea. Right? If you uh, have a problem, health problem, whatever, I, I'm not going to go on that, just talking about the fact of this skeletal muscle present in the respiratory muscle is going to be damaged or it's not going to be um, uh, ex excited. Okay? It's not going to receive the uh, active excitement from the brain. So you stop from breathing. Simply as that. Then you're going to go into an apnea period. Apnea means? Not breathing. Lack of breathing. We are not breathing anymore. So after a certain amount of time, we're going to wake up and we better wake up. Because we're going to start suffering from hypoxia, right? So we recover the, you know, voluntary um, control on this skeletal muscle that permits the, the breathing. Understand what I'm, what is my point here? So, everything in medicine has this part and the other, and it's good for us to know that these um, tissues uh, uh, present in, a, in an organ, they're not only uh, separate, they're working together to accomplish a function. And this is part of physiology. Make sense? They have different shapes, the cells. They have different ways to be closed. They have different ways to make their, their uh, job together. And they go together to permit that this organ perform a function. In, in one organ, we, we have several types of tissues. For example, look at the lung. How many types of tissues we have there? We have epithelial, right? We have connective tissue. We have, what else? Epithelial, connective, muscular tissue, what else? Huh? Nervous tissue. Beautiful. We have all of this tissue. Okay? So organs, they are composed by several types of tissue. Every one of those accomplish their own function and permitting the organ accomplish the organ function. Then, think about this. Differentiate a goblet cell from the epithelial cell. Epithelial tissue, okay? This goblet cell, that is one cell secreting what? Mucus. One cell secreting mucus separate the, this cell from the epithelial tissue from the neumocyte type 1 
or type 2, which one is the one secreting sulfur? Sulfactin. Okay? They are different. And they are in the same organ. Understand? In the respiratory system, the upper respiratory system and part of the lower respiratory system in the conductive zone and down there into the uh, terminal bronchioles, we have one goblet cells. We can produce mucus there, right? And it's better for you to understand this because when we open and close, if we have to mute, to mush mucus inside and we are breathing in, at the time we are breathing out, we have an adventitious sound of the respiratory of the of the breathing. So that means we need to have an approach of this kind of situation. Understand? Okay, so compose, they are together in the epithelial tissue, they are very tight packed together, tight junction essentially in the epithelial tissue. Some of them, uh, of, of course, they are avascular, avascular, epidermis, outer, uh, the outer, the, the, the external, the most external layer of the epidermis, for example, the most external layer of the epidermis doesn't bleed. Cut, I mean, um, you know, this uh, paper pot, you don't see blood, but it's, uh, because you have what? Enerterminal. So epithelium is well, I mean, innervated. Vascularized? No. No, no blood. Okay? No blood. If you see blood, that means you cut deeply. Make sense? You cut deeply. Okay, so um, they have two surfaces. We talk about this, the apical the basal and they have different uh, glands are made up of epithelial tissue uh, they are the one epithelial tissue is the one in, in, in charge of secreting okay secretion sensation okay exocrine and endocrine what are those exocrine give me one we're gonna study the skin tomorrow so give me one uh, Yes, exocrine pancreas, for example. Give me another. Sweat glands, beautiful. What else? Sebaceous gland, beautiful. What else? But yes, of course. What else? Yes. Mammary glands. Modified sweat glands. Right? It's an exocrine gland. What other parts in the body are, uh, part, I mean, uh, talking about other glands, they are exocrine. Sorry? Exocrine glands. Yes, lacrimal glands. Beautiful. What else? Salivary glands. Beautiful. Yes. What else? 
what is the what is the uh, the exocrine product exocrine product of the male reproductive system? The prostate. 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 Right? Ah, but if you ask me about the seminal vesicles, I didn't ask you about the seminal vesicles, right? Seminal vesicles, yes, they produce an exocrine fluid too. Okay? What about prostate gland? Epithelial tissue and the stroma over there. Okay? What else, guys? What else? In female. What is the exocrine color of the ovary? The oocyte. And the endocrine? The endocrine for the, for the male? Beautiful. Lady cells. And in female? Estrogens. Beautiful. Understand what I'm saying here? Talking about the function of the epithelial tissue, this is it. Okay, think about examples. Though this uh, is the best way. So, um, form the covering of the body, inner and out part of the human body, the skin, epithelial tissue. Right? What about the um, abdominal cavity, and uh, what about the thoracic cavity? What about the um, uh, uh, pericardic cavity as well? Do we have uh, epithelial tissue? Yes, because those membranes are known as a serous membrane made up of epithelial tissue. Make sense? In the lining of the, you know what I'm talking about lining? is the interior part of the organ, right? It's the innermost wall of an organ. You understand that part? Okay? So, blood vessels, yes. Oh my God, why you don't stop me? 10 minutes please. Turn into organ, turn into organ system, and we are working 
uh, they are working together, accomplishing a function, and we need to make sure that certain tumors arise from the epithelium, some other tumors arise from the connective tissue, different parts of, or different type of connective tissue. Some of the tumors arise from the muscles, and uh, we need to make sure that we know that sometimes a cell has the tendency to be um, a little bit bigger than normal, right? And this is, uh, uh, if this happens in a tissue, and this tissue is enlarged, abnormally or for bad or for good in the case of the um, people that practice a lot of sports, the athletes or so, and we're talking about hypertrophy. These words are very important because the, the prefix hyper, okay, or hypo, or EU, it's not EU with W, it's EU with U, okay, is very important. An EU function means that it's okay, you are balanced. Hypertrophy of a muscle, that means you're ready for uh, baseline competition. <laughs> oh my God. But sometimes the, the word hypertrophy is not so good. Okay? Hypertrophy is what? Diminish, right? And atrophy is stopped from growing up, stopped from developing, is not moving at all, right? Okay? Aplasia, now we're talking about cells. Aplasia, no cells at all, right? We don't have any cells. Metaplasia, are changes that we can turn back, right? Okay? And there is a lot. On, on the way, you're going to study cancer in pathophysiology. And you're going to love it. No, no, I mean, the fact of knowing all these processes and so, and how a cell turns into an, uh, you know, immortal cell and doesn't stop from growing up and damage, damaging the, the, tissue, the surrounding tissue. So, uh, regulation and excretion, look at this, regulation and excretion, excretion, urine, right, urine, look at this, epithelium, cells that are lining the renal tubuli, the system of the renal tubuli, okay, excretion is what? Okay, let's talk about secretion and excretion and reabsorption, three functions that we're going to have in the kidney. And for that, we need one epithelium. Epithelial, uh, epithelial, epithelial tissue. So excretion, get rid of from the blood to the tubuli at the time of we are producing urine, right? And from the tubuli to the what? Tubuli to the 
Mitsu bus first. Along the Gibby, right? Ring of Pelvis, the Ring of Papaya, then the calluses, then... This is anatomy, guys. <laughs> anatomy, pure anatomy. So, Ring of Papaya, then we go into the calluses, right? The minor, the minor, major, and then we go into the... The renal pelvis, what do we have there? Epithelial tissue. We have connected too, right? We have connected too. In the meantime, we have um, more tissue making the renal pyramid. And this is the concept of stroma and parenchyma, right? Stroma construction, the skeleton, when you're building a house, all these structures you make. Okay, the stroma and the parenchyma is the hook function, the organ functioning thing. Make sense? Okay? You don't want parenchyma or stroma to be damaged anyways. So, yes. Secretion. See, so beautiful. Let me talk about excretion again. Excretion of the sweat. Uh, and from there, we can have the concept of Exocrine versus endocrine gland. Exocrine, they, they, are, they have dots. Exocrine glands, they have dots. And they secrete or excrete. Which one? Excrete their content into the outer part of the body or into a cavity. Make sense? It's a pity we don't have a, a board here. But anyways, you know what I'm talking about. We have epithelial tissue producing sweat. We have epithelial tissue making or lining the duct of this cell. And in the case of exocrine gland, the product is going to be pushed out into a body cavity, into a cavity of the body, or into the exterior of the body. Make sense? In the case of endo, example, let me go back. Let me go back again. Exocrine pancreas. Remember, somebody mentioned exocrine pancreas today. Exocrine pancreas, epithelial cells, cuboid epithelial cells, producing and sending to these uh, dots enzymes. Right? The lipases, the amylases, all of these, layer, um, uh, you know, enzymes. So, you better expel them into a duct. They don't go to the bloodstream, they go into the duct. Understand who mentioned the parietal cells in the stomach? It produces one, hydrochloric acid and intrinsic factor. Both are going to go into the stomach cavity. Make sense? They are exocrine. Oh, chief cells, uh, G cells, the gastrin. Gastrin is a hormone, right? Then it's going to be secreted into the stomach lumen or into the 
blood into the vessel. Into the vessel. So, endocrine. We're talking about thyroid man. We're talking about pituitary man, right? We're talking about all of these lady cells producing testosterone, the follicle in the ovary producing uh, progesterone. All of these, they're gonna push their content, their production, they're secreting into the vessel. They don't have at all, they are dotless. They don't have a dot. Understand this part? Okay? It is very important because tumors present in different way in this tube. Make sense? For the future. Okay, so um, talk about this already. Um, detection of sensation bite. What is the largest organ of the body? The skin. We know. Then, uh, yes, and nerve terminal, we are reaching that on the surface of the skin. Okay? We're going to go on, on that tomorrow. So, that, the characteristic we talk of, we talk about this already. Uh, I remember that the basement membrane, the basement layer is non-cellular in nature. And from here, from here, we're gonna paste or glue the epithelial tissue to the subjacent tissues. In the skin, for example, basement membrane at the, the fifth, let's say the fifth deeper layer of the a, 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 epidermis is laid on the dermis. Understand? Okay, irregularly, because we're gonna study. They're responsible for the the you know the the prints, the fingerprints is the dermis at this point. So um, from the basement membrane we have the arising of the epithelial cells, epithelial tissue. So how we identify the epithelial tissue? Here we have Interesting, we have essentially three shapes. Cuboidal, squamous, and columnar. Okay? A columnar can be stratified or pseudo-stratified, or cuboid can be stratified, pseudo-stratified. In the case of squamous, it's very tight, close together, and we have the squamous epithelium make, making the endothelium close in tight, tight junctions, right? Very close because we don't want the blood escaping from the, uh, within the blood vessels. And as well, <coughs> we're gonna have the squamous epithelium on the skin, right? Because it's unpermeable. Squamous epithelium, flat, I mean, simple squamous epithelium, one layer of cells made up of white membranes that we love. Flora, peritoneal membrane, and what else? What all do you know, guys? Come on. Pericardial membrane, okay? We don't want a uh, substance to escape from there. 
and we make a barrier to protect the heart, tears, glands, lacrimal glands, are exocrine or endocrine. Exocrine. Okay. So transitional. Transitional epithelium essentially in the urinary bladder. They are more round when the urinary bladder is empty, but when the urinary bladder is, is full, they, they're gonna stretch and looks like uh, flatten. They're gonna flatten because the urinary bladder is stretched at this point, it's full of urine. Understand? When it's resting, when the urinary bladder is empty, it looks like a globe cell. Okay? So, urotelium, of course, because it's most likely found in the bladder, ureters, and uh, urethrum. Some, some uh, histologists mention as well the presence of this, uh, uh, this uh, epithelium, uh, epithelia, type of epithelia in the seminiferous tubule. Okay? But it's some, some histologists, you know, scientists are. Yes? No, uh, not exactly. We have uh, what we know. What is the name of what we have in the stomach? Rugal. Yes, but it's, it's different. It's the way that it, the, the, the lining of the stomach uh, is um, distributed. Okay? What is the name? Rugal. And for the small intestine, or for the large intestine, we have what? House trap. Okay? It's the distribution. It's how in the small intestine we have a lot of folds, right? Why is that, guys? Why we have these folds? Thank you for that. Thank you. Very good, because we want to increase the absorptive area for absorption. Uh, the colon doesn't need, but needs to add, uh, you know, a uh, house uh, uh, feed up models, that's one, okay? So those are the type of epithelia, it's in your book, exactly like that, okay? We have the squamous, is single layer, right? Here the cuboidal is simple epithelia, over here. Uh, is ciliated, specialization, ciliated, secretory. The cuboidal is secretory, stratified, Stratified because you can visualize several layers. Very well aligned nuclei. Nuclei in when we have many nucleus, okay, is the plural. Stratified, cuboidal, and columnar. But you can visualize several layers of, oh sorry, several layers of the same type of, shell, of cell, and you can see the nuclei align. In the case of pseudo-stratified, you cannot align uh, here. You cannot align the nuclei. You cannot align the nuclei. 
Okay, one is up, the other is down. It's not exactly like this, but looks alike, you know? So we have the specialization, apical specialization. We don't have any surface specialization here, any apical specialization. Some, um, let me see. Oh, by the way, remember we were talking about the peritoneum, the pleura, and the pericardium? Those are derived from the mesoderm. This is embryology that I love it, but you don't have in your, um, in your curriculum. So, uh, yes, it's derived from the mesodermal, and uh, this, this line in membrane are known as a mes mesothelial membrane as well. So, you can find this membrane with these names as well. Okay, we need to be aware of uh, what else? No keratinizing because you don't see any keratin on it. For example, in the esophagus, we have the stratified uh, squamous at the very beginning of the esophagus in the mouth as well, in the vaginal tract as well. These epithelial cells are going to be uh, shed constantly. And constantly, they're going to be reposed again, again, and again, and again. Okay? Squamous keratinize as in the epidermis, right? Friction with the towel, we're shedding all these cells, and they're going to grow back again. Okay? But one has the specialization of keratin, and the other, no. Okay? Then in the esophagus, in the mouth, we are eating all the time, we are, we, are, we are chewing and digesting our own cells all the time. Don't feel. Okay? But it's all the time we're doing that. Every moment, at every moment. Okay? So, any question about this, guys? Then we have other, you know, um, Oh, the transition, the relax and the stretch, uh, we talked about this. Uh, simple squamous epithelia, we have, we mentioned this, you, you can go by yourself. Simple cuboidal epithelium in the kidney, tubuli, and so we have more of the same. And uh, for example, in the fallopian tube over here, ciliated, non-ciliated, ciliated because we need to Transport, okay? For example, in the upper respiratory tract, we have ciliated epithelial cells because we need to secrete mucus and get rid of the mucus away. Clinical importance of this, look at this. What is, what is one of these um, diseases that adults transmit to, to children? and children suffer the most, and they cough, 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 cough. Whooping cough, okay? Bordetella pertussis, okay, is a bacteria, and go into uh, the respiratory tree and colonize the cilia, producing cilia paralysis. 
this may the secretion get accumulated in the area and of course this is one exit exciting one the cough reflex understand what i'm saying here this is a clinical importance very important clinical importance of microvilli absorption guys celiac screw Okay, these people that cannot stand what? Wheat, right? Then they're gonna have diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. So the histologic anatomy of the small intestine is gonna change. If you don't have microvilli, what is gonna happen with, with the nutrients? Are you gonna absorb the nutrients? Then, clinical importance. You want to, to be a PA, right? All of this is important for us. Because then in pants, one of the questions of the pants, cobblestone appearance of the intestinal or intestinal mucosa. Cobblestone appearance of the intestinal mucosa. Absence of microvilli. And you know your, your answer already. And we are preparing you for, for being a PA and pass the pants at first, okay? So, uh, more of the same, a little bit more, uh, you know, cartoon thing uh, to see the columnar, the cuboidal, the squamous, and so, uh, distribution of this by making you easy to read and so. Uh, in the book, you have more of these, guys. Highly recommend you if you have time go over a little bit of this, right? Seals uh, stratify, where are we gonna find this as well? In the trachea, for example, remember we were talking about the, this movie um, cough uh, um, and so, and uh, here we have more of the Seals stratify, more, more, remember, Epithelial tissue has not vasculature. We don't have blood in the epithelial tissue. Epithelial tissue feed from the subjacent tissues. Okay? Feed for subjacent tissues. This is the basal lamina over here. Okay? That constitutes the papillae of the next step in the in the skin that is the this is lamina propria over here made up of collagen fibers and all of these and we're talking about dermis but we have time tomorrow for that um more of the specification of the stratified volumnar and uh, more specification of where to find these uh, transitional, we talked about this already. Uh, you can see how some of the cells of the transitional epithelial tissue, they have uh, two nuclei sometimes. Another thing that is important, just to, uh, if you have time and, and, and you work with somebody that likes the, to do the biopsies in, in their office and, or the cytology, sorry, in the office and you can look at the cell, 
Another thing that is interesting is certain cells, they, they have an eccentric nucleus. And who mentioned the adipose tissue? Beautiful. Adipose cell, they are a naked eye cell. You can see it, right? You can see the adipose cell. It's huge, right? And of, of course, they're gonna enlarge and diminish the size, depending upon how many donuts we eat during the PA school. <laughs> Me together with I mean myself together with you guys. So yes, uh, adipose tissue has an eccentric. Adipose tissue is a very important tissue. We're gonna talk about this in a, in a while. More about the glands, we covered the glands already. And here, the matrix, of course, connective tissue function, all of these guys. Remember, epithelial secretion, innervation or sensation, excretion, all of these, isolation, for example, protection. Uh, connective tissue binding, supporting, protecting, insulated. The connective tissue is going to be a, a storing reserve fuel, like the case of the adipose tissue. Beautiful. Adipose tissue, right? And we have transporting substances within the body because one of the connective tissue we mentioned was the blood. So I'm transporting nutrients, I'm transporting, uh, uh, you know, hormones binding to proteins, transporting iron binding to proteins, transporting other free substances, transporting toxic substances, transporting cannabinoids as well, binding to proteins. So uh, positive test and so uh, for a long time, uh, for two and a half months as well. You know, tendons and ligaments, body fat, cartilage and bone, blood, all of this, okay? This is the ground substance. In the case of bone, uh, osseous tissue, in the case of the osseous tissue, that ground substance is, is uh, solid, is very packed, right? Uh, in the case of, in general, connective tissue, you can have connective tissue loose, areolar, you know, all of these uh, example. If it's necessary, I don't think it's gonna be, but if it's necessary, I'm gonna mention part of this when we study the regional anatomy, just in case you need to know. Okay, but by now, just uh, go over the classification and how the, the general structure of connective tissue is. Okay, semi-solid, the solid, like, like in the case of the bone, where we have more extra cellular matrix, in which, which case we're going to have less extracellular. For example, the osseous tissue, we're gonna go a little bit. Osseous tissue is, is, uh, is very alive, very well alive, and need blood supply, and need lymphatics. When I mention blood supply, I'm talking about arriving structures and structures, vascular structures that leave the, uh, the bone. Okay, the osseous tissue. What, what is this? I'm talking about 
arriving arteries. Are you good? And taking away the blood after metabolism. Okay? This part of the venous system. And don't forget that we have a capillary bed, right? The microcirculation structure. We're going to talk about this because we need to define what an artery is and all of this. So, uh, and when we talk about the, the artery, we're going to put all of this together from inside out, from the endothelium to the tunica externa. Make sense? That's why we, we mentioned this, this kind of things. Um, DMI, but for your information, we have glycosaminoglycans. Glycosaminoglycans, what is this? Glucosamine, right? Glucosamine. Concretin glucosamine sounds. Uh, rings a bell? You take this for your knees, for your shoulder, for this kind of things. It's one of the part of the treatment for that. Uh, Proteoglycans as well. And some glycoproteins. Glycoproteins are protein together with a molecule of uh, sugar or carbohydrates. Okay? Fibronectin, fibrillin, laminin, all of this goes together. So, we have collagen. What collagen is? Fibrous protein, elastic fibers that are very long, they are very thin, they form a network. Okay? They form a network. And we have reticular fiber. The reticular fiber are just short and fine collagen fiber. And then extend like a spider web in the connective tissue. Okay? Collagen fiber, important, uh, clinical importance. Certain pathologies with the problem in the synthesis or uh, synthesis of collagen uh, is going to have uh, uh, a genetic disease and so How are we going we gonna to remember the type of collagen? Type 1 or type 2 we have here. Okay? The type 1 in the skin tendon and the blood vessels in the bone Okay, it's the main component of the organic part of the bone because we have an organic and organic part of the bone. Type 2, main collagenous component of the cartilage, then type 2 collagen cartilage. Type 2 cartilage. Type 3, main component of reticular fibers together in the skin, in the tendon. Type Type 3 goes with type 1 to make all of this. Make sense? Then, type 4, basal lamina. Basal lamina, the basal membrane of the epithelial tissue. Okay? Uh, type 5, the cell surfaces we have. Okay? The hair and placenta. The mnemonic for remember that you have over here. Uh, make sure 
that you have an idea about ecology and so this is more about everything um, the structure over here of the connective tissue cartoon talking about the distribution what do we have the component of the connective tissue we have a matrix we have elastic fiber we have collagen fiber we have cell in a special polarity in special uh, connective tissue like the blood cells are very separated they are far away in plasma and so then uh, more those are resident cells the mesenchymal cells uh, those are the one that are known as a who tell me cells give origin to fresh cells. So we can use them as a one to treat people, right? Because we want a fresh uh, starting, producing new good cells. What is the name? Steam cells. So, yes, steam cells. Some steam cells. Okay. Fix microflashes. For example, guys, talking about the cells, osteoblasts. What are those? What are those? They come from where? Huh? Red Romano? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. So they are one. Bone produ producing cells. Yes or no? Bone producing cells. Okay? And building of the bone. I have a fracture. Another cell comes along. What is that? I have a fracture. If I have a fracture, another cell comes along to do its job. What is that? Osteoclast. Clast. Clast cut apart. Okay? Beautiful. Macrophages. Macrophages stationary. They don't move. And which represent themselves? Beautiful. Okay, they are, I have it, I have it. Then, they're gonna show this uh, antigen to the other cell, and then we have the dominance effect in the uh, immune system. Adipocytes, hot cells, we have them a lot and everywhere, and we have uh, a beautiful amount of them in our hypodermis, in this part of the, the skin, my cell very involved in the immune system, a basic critic histamine that produces vasodilation, histamine is secreted in the presence of what? Allergens in the presence of what? Food in your stomach, I don't know, intolerant things, so histamine. Uh, plasma cell, mm. plasma cell, B cells. They are in the lymph node. They need to clone first when an antigen is presented. They clone and they turn into a plasma cell. And plasma cell is a B cell producing antibodies. It's a B cell producing immunoglobulins. Are we good with this? Then don't forget the immune system. Uh-huh. Antibodies, also known as a 
Inhale, long, long, long. Okay? Over the cosines, um, all of the things. We're going to study blood eventually. Um, embryonic uh, uh, connective tissue. Just to have you an idea about this and the classic, the miracle of, of the formation of life and so. And the classification, we have the proper connective tissue and this proper connective tissue is going to separate into the loose and the dense. The loose, what do we have here? Um, areolar, adipose, and reticular. Loose connective tissue, areolar, adipose, and reticular. Packing material, supporting structure. Okay? Dense connective tissue, what is this? Collagen fiber, and then uh, we're going to make, it's, it's, uh, it's just made uh, up of the uh, protein fibers, and uh, we're going to have a subdivision of this PMI. Okay, so this one, the uh, connective tissue proper, the loose, for example, this is very important because this one is the one that forms the papillary layer of the dermis. It's so important for us to know this. Papillary layer of the dermis is made up of uh, uh, this, this kind of connectivation. Okay? Loose organization, viscous ground substance, a lot of blood vessels is vascularized, very high vascularization over there. Okay? If you ask, uh, if you have, I mean, if somebody asks you how the blood supply of the skin happens, mainly happens across this area. Okay? So, um, um, the proper, the adipose tissue, eccentric, nuclei, and uh, of course, cushion, of course, endocrine function, very important endocrine function, the adipose tissue, okay? Uh, in the past, people thought that, oh, you're only, you know, fat and so, and adipose tissue, adipose tissue accomplish a function, a very important one in the body, okay? So, uh, proper, what is a structural framework of an organ? We talked about this, we mentioned this before, the strong, okay? The structural, but the functional is? Thank you. Are we good with this, guys? Good. So, this regular connective tissue. We are talking now about, uh, for example, the tendons, the ligaments, aponeurosis. What aponeurosis is? Aponeurosis. A protecting sheet, right? For the muscles. Okay? Good. So, goes in a single direction. Uh, this one, periosteum, is very important to have in mind the periosteum. Periosteal layer is made up of dense irregular connective tissue. The perichondrium of cartilage, chondrum, cartilage, osteum, bone, okay? Periosteum uncovering the bone, protecting the bone. 
this uh, uh, dense irregular connective tissue is the first when you're gonna open or do an orthopedist uh, um, surgery on a bone that you have a fracture or something, you need to clean the area in where you're gonna insert uh, maybe a plate using a scroll or something then you need to clean the area from the periosteum because if not, this area results in flame and can complicate things. So you need this to be very good. So you're gonna open a hole and clean the area, open a hole and place the, the osteosynthetic material. Um, capsules around some internal organs, oh yes. This dense irregular connective tissue is very important. And look at this. The liver is covered up by a capsule of glycine. And the capsule of glycine is made up of dense irregular connective tissue. It's very strong. Okay? It's very strong. It's not like the spleen. The spleen is very weak capsule. But this one is. Okay. Elastic connective tissue. We're talking about one. The wall of the artery, the trachea, vocal cord, suspensory ligaments of the penis. It's elastic tissue. This elastic tissue has the possibility to stretch and recoil. When we are breathing in, when we are breathing in, what is happening? My upper part of the respiratory tree diminish. Diminish. Then the pressure to go into the tiny meter airways is gonna be elevated to you know open them. Then during inspiration, the upper respiratory tract, the air conducting area, they're going to diminish in, 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 uh, in wide. And the one at the end, the conductive at the end of the lungs and so, these bronchioles, they're going to dilate. When we are going to expire, it's the opposite. They are going to diminish in wide, the one the bronchioles, the tiny structures, conductive area of the lung, and the upper respiratory part is going to be wider to permit the pass of the air out. Make sense? Okay? Are we good with this? So we need an elastic recoil over there. Okay? Make sense? It's not because, oh my God, it's because we need to make sure that we know what we have for the day. Okay? Cartilage, three times, nice. Highline cartilage, fiber cartilage, and elastic cartilage. Location, of course, peric pericontrium is the one uh, surrounding uh, the unknown connective tissue surrounding the, the, the cartilage, and the chondroblast are the cells for the cartilage. Chondroblast, 
making the cartilage, control side, the stable metabolic function organizer of the cartilage muscle. Then uh, where we have where we have the pyrocartilage in the intervertebral disc. Intervertebral disc, no, it, the function of intervertebral disc make of amylose pulposus and, and amylose fibrosus and nucleus pulposus is to cushion no gas. Is the movement of the vertebral column. Uh, these uh, these uh, intervertebral discs are the one permitting us to perform the range of motion of the vertebral column. In the pubic synthesis and the many kind of the knees that makes you pain when we have any problem over there. Elastic cartilage here, epiglottis ear epibodies is poorly vascularized. Look at me. Clinical importance, applets, boxers, um, the, these people that go to the floor and fight. Whistlers. <laughs> yes. I don't like it, this kind of fighting thing. Uh, I don't like that. But anyways, I can appreciate that as well. So, yes. Um, poor vascularized. And when they are going to regenerate after a trauma, this tissue is not going to follow a pattern. It's one of the things we can describe when we are looking at the external ear of my patient in your head to toe. Right? So that's cauliflower ear? Beautiful. You see, even you do surgery again, again, and again, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Poorly vascularized, innervation is poor as well. So it's going to grow up in a um, wrong pattern, okay? See, uh, okay, the bone, beautiful, solid, um, the bone is organized in laminae, we have, uh, you know, the uh, osseous tissue is separating two, we have the, the osseous tissue that is compact, and we have the osseous tissue that is cancellous. Why is this important? I know you have this in your anatomy, in your prerequisites. But I have to tell you this because in the cancellous bone, the cancellous bone harbor what? Who tell me? The red bone marrow. Make sense, guys? The cancellous, cancellous bone or spongy bone, maybe, let me change the, the way. The sponge, spongy bone is the one harboring the red bone marrow. It's more in children, in tender ages, it's gonna turn into, uh, you know, uh, fatty tissue in adults, 
you know, because at this time the bone is less flexible, it's brittle, it's more uh, content organic than inorganic, um, inorganic than organic content. Okay, less collagen fibers, more calcium, yeah, hydroxyapatite, all of these things. So, uh, yes. What are the cells we have there? Every cell is invited to the party. But specific for the bone, we have the osteoblast, breathing, osteoclast, eating, osteocytes, uh, leader of the bone. Osteocytes are osteoblasts, both trapped in a lamellae, in a lamellae. All of these are lamellae. Looks like a, a tie-dye, the t-shirts from the, the 60s. Sorry, but I'm, you know, yes. I have this t-shirt still, and I wear it. Can you see me in a, in a project seat with one of those? I promise. Okay, so, uh, we talked about this already. Hemopoietic function, hemopoiesis. Okay, hemopoiesis means production of blood, right? Okay? And the red bone marrow is harbored by the cancellous horn. And this red bone marrow it got stimulated by something Mr. Keenan is producing that is known as erythropoietin and other factors, okay? And other factors. So it's, it's like a, our body is a beautiful machinery. So what else here? I have not my what time is it? 257. Two? Okay, we're gonna finish right away. So the blood, all of these cells. Okay, what is the matrix? The plasma. The matrix of the blood is plasma. What do we have in plasma? Everything. Okay? Then Plasma is a substance that contains water, everything, and clotting factors. Can you add this, please? Plasma contains clotting factors. In the serum, we don't have clotting factors. Okay? When uh, we place a test tube of total blood, in a centrifuge, we are going, and, and the blood is clapped already. You're going to obtain a clear fluid that is known as a serum. Very good to count, you know, electrolytes and some other things. But we don't have any clotting factors. Why? Because the clotting factors were consumed at the time we made one a clot. Understand? Cloning factors, rings a bell. Okay, factor 10, factor 11, factor 12, factor 1, all of these uh, that uh, you're going to study eventually. Okay? Then we have, we transport everything in the plasma. Everything. Uh, talking about, for example, who, who practice a lot of sport here? I can't know this. <laughs> okay, good. 
Then, every time you go to the gym, what are you doing to your muscle? You are damaging the muscle. Immediately after one of these sessions, I used to do crossfit, almost heel, but heel, but it's not, yeah. So, if you finish immediately, and I throw some blood from, from you, I can obtain a fraction, a molecule, that cannot be in the normal blood, because belong to your muscle. What is that? Yeah, this is creatine is one, but I need to, I, we, we transport oxygen using what? Hemoglobin. And in the muscle, we have a reserve. Myoglobin. If you break a muscle cell, myoglobin is going to be released out. Yes or no? Okay, in wasting diseases, we're going to find a little bit more than that. When somebody is suffering from acute myocardial infarction, you're going to do enzymes, right? Enzymes that normally are inside the cells. No? If a cell is damaged and the tissue is broken, this content is going to go into the blood. And you can see how the damaged muscle is telling you that your troponin is elevated. Your enzymes are elevated. It's normal. No, you don't supposed to have this in your blood every day. Make sense? It's not so simple, but it's just an idea. Right? Good. Then this is a big gossiper. No uh, diabetic person that uh, you receive when you work in your proper, your own place and you are dedicated to endocrinology and you receive your patient that is diabetic. No, 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 I promise you, I promise you, doctor, I'm not eating any, any, any sweets, I, I'm walking my dog every day, blah, blah, blah. When you draw the blood and check the A1C, come back very high, like a 10, and you say, oh my God, you're telling me lies. <laughs> you know, human nature. But, um, yeah, you can determine all the values using drawing the blood. Blood transport, every kind of things. Oxygen is one of those. Toxic substances as well, okay? And uh, it's part of the function. Muscular tissue, we have been talking about muscular tissue since the very beginning. So, nervous tissue, two cells in the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system. Central nervous system, brain, all the components of the brain, and the spinal cord. And the rest are peripheral nerves. Peripheral nerves including the cranial nerves. Okay? So, what are the cells? Two cells. Two types, the glial and the neurons. Glial are serving the neurons. Glial cells are making myelin sheath. Okay? Making myelin sheath in the central nervous system, and those are the oligodendrocytes. See? 
or lipodendrocytes, making the myelin working, 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 and making the myelin in the white substance of the brain, right? And shown cells in the peripheral uh, nervous system, making the myelin around the uh, peripheral nerves, okay? Then we have the astrocytes, blood-brain barrier, the chemical environment of the brain, astrocytes, all of these are... I found this. Me too. <laughs> okay, astrocytes. Then microglia is the dog in the garden, okay, is cleaning the area, phagocytic function, cleaning function, microglia, they are immune cells, modified. You see how everything is the same, but in different places, okay? These, these cells, the glia cells, they are doing the function, their function in the central nervous system. Ependymal cells, barriers between compartments of the brain, because we are ventricles, and they are involved as well, helping in the, helping in the production of cerebrospinal fluid and filtering the cerebrospinal fluid because the pendimal cells, those are no flagella or anything, they have cilia and they can filter, sorry the cartoon, they can filter the, the cerebrospinal fluid, okay? Ependymal cells. Tumors can arrive, arise from all of these cells. Tumors of the central nervous system and peripheral nervous system, from the peripheral nervous system, for example, the schwannoma of the eighth, cranial nerve number eight, is uh, something that I thought I had on my mind. But now, um, worse than that. Okay, so, this is it. And of course, the big lady that is the neuron. Let me talk about this lady, neuron. With the soma, in the soma, we're gonna have, of course, a nucleus, the, uh, the Golgi, the endoplasmic reticulum for the neuron are the nasal bodies, producing neurotransmitter hormones in the central nervous system. And then uh, from the soma, we have these prolongations that are known as a dendrites. Dendrites that permit the communication with some other. So all of these cells, all the neurons that we have, we're born with them. Some regenerate, some other, no. You know, professor, you're saying neurons can regenerate? They say yes, lately, right? as well as that lymphatic system in the brain. So, <coughs> nice to know. Um, and then we have, uh, uh, ah, this is a teledendria, for example, just uh, making contact, uh, synapses. Synapses is a contact between a neuron and the next. And at the end, we have the serous membrane, <coughs> we can talk about as well the, the some of the tissue membrane like the synovial, synovial membrane 
and I have a lot of information over there. The most important thing is that this synovial membrane, membrane is secreting a substance that permits the lubrication of a joint in the synovial joint. Synovial joint. When the time comes, we're going to talk about synovial joint. So, synovial sites are the one in the synovial membrane. Uh, we have the type A, type B, they are producing the synovial fluid. Then we're going to have the, the membranes that cover the meninges that are covering the, the brain and the spinal cord. What are those in, in, in and out? Okay. In and out, in is the pia mater. Pia is a tender mom. It's a very nice mom. It's the one protecting very close. So it's a pia mater. Okay, the second layer from in out into out. Okay, is the arachnoid that looks like a spider full of blood vessels and so. And the third layer is the dura mater. I'm protecting you with a stick in my hand. But uh, this is dura mater with two layers. The meningeal layer close to the arachnoid and the periosteal layer stick on the, what is the membrane that protects the bone? Membrane that we need to remove periosteum. So that is stick on the periosteum of the cranial bones. Okay? We will, we will be back, we will back, be back in bed during the head and, and neck. And, uh, you know, here we go. Out of noise, you see? The PMR uh, is not a good uh, thing to do. And the spinal cord over here and the layers. In between them, we have a potential spaces all the time. Okay? Potential spaces. We don't have lymphatic vessels in the brain, but we have, we do have a lymphatic system. Okay? And thank you very much. Take 15 minutes. We deserve. Thank you very much. And we're going to go on the video later. 15 minutes, go. Uh, Take a breathe, don't air, and so.